The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Ayin Het. Today's daf is being studied in the Nishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in Fuashilema Yosef ben Saran Sarabat Rachel. En Narefan Elahim. Betok Shear Hole Amo Israel. Amen. We begin today's daf on Ayin Het Amodishon starting from the Mishnah beginning the eighth Perik. Perik Isha Shenaflu. As we learned uh, previously in the Masechet, there are different type of assets that are connected to a ketubah that a lady brings into the marriage. One of those assets is called Nechseh Son Barzel. Literally, uh, those are the, uh, the iron assets, which are assets that are appraised at the beginning of the marriage uh, for a certain fixed price. And the lady is guaranteed that price that they appraise it for when she brings it into the marriage and if it goes up or goes down, that's the advantage of the husband. There's another type of um, asset that's brought into the marriage, it's called Nechse Sun, Nechse Milog. Literally the Nechassim that are plucked, Milog is to pluck. And what is that referring to? That's an asset where the wife owns the principal and the husband throughout the marriage is able to eat what's called Perot. They're able to eat the fruit. The discussion in our Mishnah is the rights of a lady to sell the nechseh milog. Now, even though it's going to affect the husband, because now he's not going to be able to eat the perot, so the Mishnah is going to give different scenarios where it would be permissible, or not, for the lady to sell the assets of nechseh milog, and does the husband have a right to go to the likuhot? They go, you'll put a lien on it and go to, you know, repossess it from the, uh, from the ones that bought it. So the Mishnah begins. Mishnah says the following cases. Ha'isha, shenaflu la nechassim. Okay, you have a lady, she inherited properties. Ad shelotet aris, before she became an arusa, before she even became uh, engaged. Modim, Betchamai, Ubetelet, everybody agrees in this case of it, Shemocheret, Venotenet. But she has a right to sell the property, she has a right to give them away, Vekayam. And the sale is indeed uh, final. Which is later on, we're going to learn there's a Mahlok and Betchamai and Betelel in a certain case. But the Mishnah is telling you off the bat, before Erusin, when she gets property, she sells them, there is no, um, there is no argument. She has a right to, uh, to sell them. It doesn't necessarily have to be inherited. We're learning is inherited, but the Mephashim says she could have received it as a gift as well. doesn't matter how she got the properties. point is, before the state of Idusin, she's allowed to do whatever she wants with them. The Mishnah continues. 
and uh, and the logic is because uh, I guess before Erusin, the husband has no rights on these properties bechlal, and therefore the, he has no claim. Therefore, she could sell it and do whatever she wants with it, and the sale is is kayam. Shna continues. Well, actually, look at the top nashi. And then she became an arusa. That's what we're talking about, which means uh, she got engaged. Otherwise, before she gets engaged, and there's no she'ila that she could sell the properties. Of course she could sell the properties. There's no connection to any husband. Even after she came in arusa, since she received them beforehand, she's able to sell them. Comes the Mishnah and continues. Oh, case number two. The properties fell to her when she became an arusa. She was engaged. Bet Shammai says she could sell it as long as she's an arusa. That she be'oda arusa. Aval lo. So we're going one stage at a time. Now we're talking about where the properties felt her when she was Arusa, and she wants to sell it when she's in Arusa. So Bet Shemai says no problem. Bet says no. She's not allowed to uh, sell these items. Already she's in the Arusa stage. Doesn't work. Okay, that's the logic over there now. Bet Shemai Bet Elu ve'elu modim, both betchamai and betelel agree. She'im machra v'natna kayam. Okay, everybody agrees that b'di avad. If she sold it when she was arusa and she received them when she was an arusa, the sale is valid. So everybody holds in the b'di avad, it's okay. Which is the uh, the sale stands. Amar b'yuda. Okay, the Gemara is going to question this logic now. The Mishnah is going to question what we just said. Amar Rabbi Yehuda. Amru Hachamim lefner Rabban Gamliel. The Rabbi said in front of Rabban Gamliel. Ho'il bezacha bi'isha lo yizkeh b'nechasim. What are you talking about? When the guy becomes an arusa, so he has a zikhut in the lady. So therefore, just like he has rights in the lady when she became an arusa, why shouldn't he have rights in the uh, in the nechasim? Which means it's a question how far the rabbi was asking. Why you tell me she can sell it lechatahila, or why you tell me that bidi avad? Either 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 side of the of the coin that we just said because we just said we had a machlokin. But Shemai says you can sell it lechatahila. Betalil says you can't sell lechatahila. But bidi avad, the sale is a sale. So the Gemara's question, the Mishnah's question over here is, why, why should there be a sale at all? The Chaura, once she becomes an Arusa, she's under the jurisdiction of the husband. And therefore she should have no right to sell it uh, at all. That's the uh, question of the Mishnah. That she says, third line, Ho'il v'zacha b'isha, she arusato, lo yizkeh b'nechasim. So she shouldn't have the right to sell the nechasim. So the Gemara b'farish, ahay minayu kaima alichat tahilad b'chamay wa adi'abad b'telil. The is going to ask on which, uh, <coughs> to which extent this, this question is. Is it asking it or even on the Bidiyabad? Amar lahim. So, the Banyam answers the Hachamim. Ala Hadashim Anu Boshim. We're embarrassed on the new stuff. 
אלא שאתם מגלגלים עלינו את הישנים? You want to roll on us also the old stuff? What was he answering back? Rashi. על החדשים, שנפלו לה משנסת. Even the property that falls to when she gets married. We have a problem, <coughs> but we say, okay, she doesn't have a right to sell. So you want to come along now and... You want to roll on us also. We have a problem even in a nisu'in with the halakha. Because the Gibbara Mishnah is going to say that once she gets the properties in a nisu'in, she cannot sell them. So the Bible is going to say, even with the, the new stuff that she gets when she's in nisu'ah, we have a problem that you're going to tell me that she can't sell. Now you want to also make more problems, tell me even the stuff that she gets when she's in arusah, that she's not going to be able to sell, that she's anu boshim. Ma'ara u'chamim lomar, we don't even understand why that's true by Nisu'ah. Why, if she sells it, the sale is not a sale, the husband could repossess them. And we'll see exactly the logic with that in the Gemara. <coughs> Next case. Okay. Which means already the property fell after she became a Nisu'ah. Mishinisit. אלו ואלו מודים, בית שמאי בית הלל, שאם מאחרה ונתנה, if she sold the properties, or she gave them away, שהבעל מוציא מיד הלקוחות. The husband is able to repossess them from the לקוחות. That's נשואין, no question. Next case. עד שלא נשאת ונשאת. Okay, that's the middle case that we didn't discuss yet. She received the properties when she was in Arusa. Okay? Then she got married. Till now we were discussing when she was in Arusa straight. She, she got the properties when she was in Arusa and she sold them when she was in Arusa. Now we're discussing when she got the properties when she was in Arusa and she sold them when she is a Nisua. So the Gibra says, the Bangam Lilomir, Imachra Venatna Kayam. And the Bangam comes along and says, in that case over there, if she sold it, it is uh, it is kayam. Now she says just to get the case, ad shelon neset kigom mishent aresa ochodem lachen veharkach neset. Good. She got the properties when she was in arusa before that, and uh, she wants to sell them now when she is a nesua. So again, the bank of says, sounds like over here imachra, which is a bediavad. If she sold it, it's okay. Amar bihanina ben akabia. Amru So the rabbis again said in front of the ban gamliel, Hu'il vezacha beisha. Once already the guy's married, he's zocher beisha. The wife is, is he has already rights on over his wife. Lo yiskem benechasim. Well, you tell me that uh, he didn't have a zechut in nechasim that she sells them the sale is a sale. What do you mean he has rights now? He's the perot. How could you tell me that uh, the sale is a sale? Amar lahem. So again the ban gamliel tells him back. We're embarrassed, even on the stuff that she got, Mishin is sit. On the stuff that she got, Mishin is sit. Already we're embarrassed that we have, we, that we're telling her that what? The sale is not a sale. Well, now you want to bring the old stuff that she got before the Nisu'in? You also want to take that away from her? Which is weak. We, we have a hard time justifying the stuff that came from the Nisu'in. You want to roll over the stuff that came from the Erusin and then she saw it in the set? That's enough. And she says, Allah Hadashim Shinaf Lamish in the set. 
Right? We have a hard time on the, on the, the stuff that fell, Mishinisit, even, even though the Magimel agrees that the stuff that's uh, Mishinisit, that she gets what, when she was married, the, 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 the husband has a right to be Motsi. It's okay, die. That's already enough that uh, we took that away from her. Now you want to take away more from her? Okay. Last point to the Mishnah. The Bishim on Cholek ben Nechassim le Nechassim. Okay. The uh, Bishim on makes a chiluk between uh, different type of uh, assets. Uh, there's Nechassim and Nechassim. What's the, what's the difference he makes? Hayidu'im le Baal lotimkur. What does that mean, Yidu'im le Baal? Which means properties literally that are known to the husband. The husband knows about these properties. Lotimkur. She has no rights to sell. And if she did sell these properties that the husband knew about, batil, the sale is nullified. But if the husband is not aware that these properties exist, she should not sell the kayam. Okay, we will wait for the Gemara uh, to explain, like that she says, exactly these cases over here. Okay. So just to clarify the Mishnah, there are four rulings in the Mishnah. Let's review the four rulings in the Mishnah one at a time. A lady inherits property before the Irusim. Okay, no problem. That's hers. Even uh, after the Irusim, now they get engaged. Bet Shemai Betel agrees, she sells. And uh, the Mechir is Kayam. Uh, that's Ben Bet Shemai Ben Betel. But that's only talking about when she's an Arusa. However, when she becomes a Nisua, so then already uh, we have a... Um, Shitavra Bangam Liel, that's going to say that the sale is only good with the Abad. Which means, the other Shitot want to say that once she becomes Nisua, the sale is no good at all. But the Bangam Liel argued and said no, that uh, when she got the properties before, even when she became Nisua, uh, the sale is a sale. And the Bangam Liel only held that the sale is not a sale when she received the properties at the time of Nisuin. And he had a hard time saying it over there even. He says, on this we're embarrassed, but uh, you want to go even further? So he says no. The second shita is she received property when she was arusa, okay, and she sold it when she was an arusa. That's mahluk and betchamai betelil. Betelil betchamai is mashma the chetera she can sell it, and betelil is mashma she cannot sell the chetera. But the avad the sale is a sale. Third property she inherited property after the suin. There everybody agrees after the suin already her sale is not a sale. And then you have the fourth shita of Rabbi Shimon that makes a haluk between the chasima yiduim and the chasim sheinam yiduim. So you have. Before Nisuin, for Irusin, at Irusin, and then at Nisuin, you have the three stages. Okay, now we start with the Gemara. Gemara begins. Maishena Resha de lo Pelige, Umaishena Sefa de Pelige. Okay, what's the question? Let's read that sheet. Maishena Resha. Why in the Resha are you telling me they argue, or they lo Pelige, they don't argue? What's that case? But that's the case where she inherited the properties before Irusin, and then she became in Arusa, and nobody argues on that case. And as she says, Since the properties befell to her before Irusin, his, his strength already is weakened, even though the husband eats the perot, but since she took acquisition of these properties before the Irusin, Bet Shabbat Betel comes along and says, she has a right to, to sell. Okay, why is that different than the Sefa? Why would we say in the Sefa? That's the second case. 
The second case is where the woman inherited the property after she became an arusa. Right? In that case over there, what's the difference? Bottom line, at the time of the sale of the property, she's still an arusa. So what's the difference if she inherited before arusa? Bottom line, the time of the sale is always at the time of arusa. So if you're telling me that she inherited it at the Arusa time, and uh, she sold it at the Arusa time, what do you mean? But, but it should be also, uh, if you're holding Arusa, has no, uh, the husband has no rights. So why should it be a mahluk, a hiluk between before Erusin or after Erusin? question. So the Gebra says, Amni deber biyanai. Resha bizchuta naflu, which means, in the resha was by her. The properties felt her when it was in solely her jurisdiction. Sefa bizchuto naflu. However, in the sefa, the properties came to her initially bizchuto. Was it bizchuto in his uh, in his jurisdiction? Because it seems that uh, the husband does have rights uh, already from at the time of the. Erusin. So therefore, we can make a difference. As she says, "Bishkuta naflu adai lo ayaz zakai b'shela." Right, the husband doesn't eat pirot uh, on the properties before. Ve'no ba'elahi atzma bishkuto kibar zakaba u'benichaseha. Already, the time of Erusin, already has zechut in her and in the chasim. So that's why we want to make a haluk. So the Gemara comes along and says, "Im bishkuto naflu." You tell me already that it's Bishkuto, that once already she becomes an Arusa, there is, meaning he gets Perot. So Gibra says, Kimachra venat kayam. So why does Betzelel say that Bidiavad, it's okay? Betzelel says, it's okay. Why does Betzelel say, Imachra kayam? If you tell me that the, the, the properties came to. Uh, her in his jurisdiction, in his rights, he has rights. So the chaura should be shouldn't have the rights to sell even the avad. So that cannot be the answer because the deen does not follow. The deen does not make sense. So the Gemara answers: Ela resha vaday b'shuta naflu. The resha when the properties fell before irusin. There's no question for sure. Definitely, the, it's considered in her jurisdiction. Therefore, it's okay. Sefa. However, in the last case, Emar Bishuta, Emar Bishuto, which means it's quasi. At the time of the Irusin, it can, it's it's considered like in the, both of their jurisdictions. So let's see that she. Emar Bishuto, the Irusin, Osa Safik. Uh, which means, really, when is the law of Perot kick in? And Nisuin. So at the time of Irusin, we're not sure really. Uh, is the husband have rights yet or not? If it's consummated in Nisuin, uh, then uh, you already may say at the time of Irusin, it's the beginning of Nisuin. He has some right. But uh, if you say it's not going to end up until Nisuin, you're going to get divorced before it. So it was nothing. So therefore, it's, it's really a quasi-state. It's a suffix state. So therefore, the Gemara says, the Therefore, don't sell the Ketayla, because you're in the jurisdiction of the uh, husband, potentially. However, the Imacha Venatra, Kayam. But if she sold it, it'll be Kayam. Uh, so therefore, it's doubtful, at this point, does the, will the husband ever have rights or not? Which means the point is, will this ever lead to Nisuin or not? That's the issue here. So let's review. In the first case of the Mishnah, before Erusin, 
Nothing. It's a right of the wife, a hundred percent, and therefore she could sell it even the ketahila. The husband has no rights to take it out, even by the irusin already. She, she, not by the suin. Correct. Not by the suin. We have to see exactly that logic. It was only by irusin. But she ain't came when she inherits it at the time of the irusin. So now already this irusin can't potentially lead to irusin. So he has some process began. Potentially, he's going to have pirot on this item. Mm. So therefore, the Chetayrabet says, do not sell. But the Avad, since it's a safek, because we don't know if it's going to consummate it to the suin, and if it doesn't consummate to the suin, the husband doesn't have pirot. So therefore, if she sold it the Avad, it's going to be okay. Okay. It's the meaning, say it like this, Irusin is the beginning of the suin. That's the point. Irusin is the beginning, but we don't know if it's going to lead to it. Therefore, it's a safek. That's the between the cases. Okay. <laughs> so it's always in doubt. Well, he says some over here, some want to say that the husband of the Arusa obtains rights even in property that she inherited before Irusin. However, since his rights of that property are only doubtful, and she definitely owned the rights to it before the Irusin, we maintain the status of. Uh, the status quo before the Erusin. Okay, which means, even though, let's say, technically after the Erusin, that's a very good point, which means before the Erusin, the Vadai hers. At the Erusin, there's Safek his. So when you have a Vadai and a Safek, and Safek Motsimi de Vadai. Therefore, we're going to keep it on her Vadai status before the Erusin. But when she inherits it at the Erusin, starting off as a Safek. Safek could be his, could be hers. Therefore, the Chetahila, nobody avad you. Okay, so that's, uh, that's the first logic of the first case of the Mishnah. We go further now. Amar Biyuda, Amru Lifner Rabbangam Li'il. Okay, so what do we say in front of the, uh, in this argument in the Mishnah? We said that uh, they told Rabbangam Li'il, let's read that again in the Mishnah. Yeah, he said like this. Right? Because over there, we said that since already she was he was Zoche Isha, he, uh, he's Aru, she's Arusa already. So therefore, it's, it's technically in his jurisdiction, So they don't understand the Chaura, it should be his. She shouldn't have a right to sell these items. Or the sale should not be a sale. So to that, the Bangabal came along and said, <laughs> even if there was a Nisu'in already, we, we, we don't know how to justify it, we have a hard time explaining it, that you're telling me she cannot sell them. You want to tell me now, from the Irusin, you want to already uh, take it away, uh, take our rights? That was the give and take over here. Okay? So comes the Gemara and says, Okay, good. Which means like this. We had a mahluk in Bet when she inherited goods at the time of the Irusin. Okay? So Bet said to the Chetelah, could sell them. No problem. The Chetelah, she could sell them. Bet said, no, Bet Avad. If the sale was uh, sold, Bet Avad, what's done, was done. So the question was, the Biyuda was coming to challenge Rabban Gamliel. To what extent uh, were they coming along to, to say it? What's the, what's the she'ila? Or they say it under the Chetahila or the Bidi'abad. Look at that she. Ibaidu. Hanach Rabbanan. These rabbis that were challenging. The Amru, though, that told the Bangam Liyel. Alech Chetahila Peligi. The Amri. 
Amayim mochere lechetayla lebet shamay. The question is, why should they be, she be able to sell lechetayla to lebet shamay? Huil mezachah b'isha she'el salu, yis kebe nechaseha. Avav di'avad, modu kebe telel. But with di'avad, of course they agree to betel that the sale is a sale. Or dilma adi'avad nameh peligi. Uba'el liman makhla batel. Or maybe you'll send the mechilas batel. I mean, how far are the rabbis arguing about Gamliel? Because we saw already mahlog bet shamay betelel. But the bet shamay says, ba'arusa lechetayla sell. So we wonder, are the rabbis coming against that? And say, what do you mean, l'chetelah, you could sell it? Meaning, I agree with the avad, the sales are sale, but l'chetelah, come on. Or, are they going on betelel? The betelel says, with the avad, the sale is a sale, and the rabbis are coming along and saying, even with the avad, the sale should not be a sale. Because bottom line, in the Arusin state, uh, he has jurisdiction over there, and therefore, uh, the sale should be betel legavish. How far are the rabbis challenging this law of the Arusa? Mm-hmm. In the Mahlog Bet Shemab, are they going only under the Chetayla or even under the Abad? So Yahweh says, Tashema, come on, bring your proof. Okay, Tashema, Detanya, we have a bright. Amar Biuda, Amru Lefner Rabban Gamliel. Right, the rabbi said in front of Rabban Gamliel, Hu'il Vezu Ishto, Vezu Ishto, Zu Machra Batel. Abzu machra batel. Rashi, Tashema, top line. Amar v'yudahu il v'zu ishto nisua. Okay, meaning a lady's uh, got married. That's his wife. V'zu ishto arusa. In the case of erusin, ma nisua nafrula mishneset machra batel. Oh, kedektan maniti shakda mishna said. Abzu continue Rashi. Shenafrula kashi arusa di machra batel vafilu kashi oda arusa. Abzu Makrabatel goes, Amar Lahet, Tarat Abagimel came along and said, Ala Hadashim Anu Boshim. On that case that you're saying, where, where uh, we have Bushad, you tell me even after the marriage is Batel. Ela Shatimigal Gilim Alnut Aishanim, Shmah Minna, the Avad Kamar, Shmah Minna. So you see clearly that the Hachamim were even challenging the Bidiyavad. Why should it be a sale Bidiyavad, the Khawrat Arusa stage? It's in the husband's jurisdiction, and if she sold the nixim uh, log, it shouldn't be a sale clearly from the blight. So Shmaminat, proof conclusive. So now we understand exactly the give and take uh, between uh, that uh, dialogue between Hakamim and Rabban Gamaliel. Okay, the Gemara continues. Tanya, we have a blight. Amar bi Hanina ben Akabia, lo kacheshiban Rabban Gamaliel lahakamim. The, uh, the 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 answer back of Rabban Gamliel is not like we have in the Mishnah. Our uh, answer back in the Mishnah was what on the new stuff already we have a problem. You know, if it fell from the Nisuin, we have a problem. You want already you want already take it away from uh, from the uh, Irusin, right? Which means uh, which means uh, according to Rabban Gamliel wants to say that uh, the sale is uh, the sale is a sale. How can you tell me that you're going to tell me you want you want to take a lechatay? You could sell a lechatayla. The bagi was coming on to say. So the bihanan yabna kavi had a little different answer from the bagi mliyam. So again, Amar bihanan yabna kavi alok kachishu and bagi mliyam hachamim ela kachishibam. He answered like this: Lo imamar tem benesua sheken baala zakai b'msiata u'mahasiyadeha. ובפרת נדריה תומרו בארוסה שאין בעלה זכאי לא במסיעתה ולא במעשי ידיה ולא בפרת נדריה 
which means he already gave logic now. He comes along and says, what are you talking? I understand you want to say by Nisu'ah that already her sale is not going to be a sale because already the husband has rights. Once already a guy gets married, bin Nisu'in, he has rights to nullify her uh, vows. He has rights to her ma'asiyah, to her work. He has rights to her mitzi'ah. She found something. Okay, good. So already since he has rights, you want to tell me by Nisu'in. But by Irusin, he doesn't have rights to any of these things. And therefore, she should still have the ability to, to sell the field. Which means, by Nisu'in, fine. I, I, I hear you. Which means, according to our Mishnah, he was saying, we're embarrassed of that. Now he's saying, we're not embarrassed of that. By Nisu'in, I hear. There's a logic behind it. There's a... Uh, you know, he has Ma'asiyadeh, Nidarim, and Mitziyata. Mashiach, by Irusin, these items uh, don't apply. So now Gevara comes back and says, Amru lo. So the rabbis came back and told him, Rabbi, my teacher, Machra la ad shelo nisit. Which means, okay, you've answered to us a case that will be good that she sold it before she got married. Which means she, let's say, inherited the properties when she was in Arusa. And she sold it while she's in Arusa. However, Nisset ve'arkach machra mahu. But what, uh, what about uh, the case of uh, Nisset, where she got married and sold them mina nisu'in? Amandehu avzu mocher v'rotenet kayam. So the Bible says, even in that case, I want to say, it's okay. The sale is okay. So Amru no, so they say, ho'il v'zacha bi'ishah. Lo yizkeh b'nechassim? What does that mean? Yizokeh b'ishar, which means in the Chaurad, the nechassim become his at the time of the Nisuin. So, Amalim ala hadashim anu boshim, which means on the new stuff we're already embarrassed, we're ashamed, ela shatem begalgilin alenu etayshanim, which means you want to already get us on the state of the arusa. So let's review exactly why this is different than the case the case of the Mishnah. Let's read it now through the eyes of Rashi. Look at Rashi. And Rashi, we're going to start from Lokach Eshiban. See Rashi, Lokach Eshiban? Be'od shedanu lefana b'mocheret be'oda arusa, which means they were discussing a case over here where she sold the stuff when she was in arusa. That was the Mahalog of Bet-Shamay and Betelel. Correct? She inherited them when she was in arusa, and she sold them. Lokach utzrach l'ashivam ala hadashim anu boshim. They didn't, Rabbanyo didn't have to go so far and say, Allah Hadashim, that we're ashamed. Sharet Teshuvan Nitzhat Yeshkan, Sheyesh Lafrish Ben Arusal Nisua. Which means there's a simple answer to Arusal. You don't got to go so far. It's obvious answer to Arusal and Nisua. Vechen Shivam Ale, Lo Im Amartem. Which means there's a simple answer. Which means I understand by. Uh, by Nisua, why? Because which means at the, at the time of um, of Irusin, uh, uh, already he's not uh, uh, doesn't have entitled to make hafarat nedarim. That doesn't mean he doesn't have entitled uh, at all. He doesn't have entitled uh, to make hafarat nedarim alone. Lebado, elam ken Right. So therefore, according to this understanding, what was the ban? Uh, uh, Gamliel coming along to say there's an intrinsic difference between Irusin and Nisuin, which means by the Irusin stage, why you tell me it's a machlok and betzemah betedem? he should have she should have the rights to do it. Lechatayla uh, to sell the properties and the sale should be a sale. No question, quite everybody Why? 
Because at the time of Erusin, there's no... Uh, if you want to tell me that she, she got it at the Erusin, and uh, now it's Nisuin, okay, could be there's a... Uh, could be there's a Chiluk. Uh, but at the time of the Erusin, what's the... Uh, that was the Bangam's initial item. Okay? So the rabbis came back and said, fine. You answered us between the Erusin and the Nisuin. But what about... When she gets the properties at the time of the Nisuin themselves, so to that the Bible says at the Nisuin themselves, So let's continue that she. Continue that she. The B. Okay. If she sold the stuff before Nisit, okay, okay. we hear you, you claim. He has no rights yet, right? However, which means, if let's say now she uh, she got the stuff before the Erusin, and now she got married, hey, you want to you say that? Because once you're married, already the husband has rights. You want to go that far? Which means, all the stuff that she inherited, after becoming a Nisu'ah, we're bothered by that. Now, of she came, we're not going to allow the stuff that she inherited when she was in Arusa. So I want to review one more time the, the dialogue. The dialogue is very, very, very interesting here. The dialogue starts like this. Tarekamah comes along and says, at the time of the Irusin, whatever she inherits... At the time of she inherits, let's say, uh, um, stuff when she was Arusa, and she's selling it when she's not Arusa. Now, Bangima comes along and says, No, what are you talking about? By the stuff that she sells when she's in Arusa, the husband has no rights. The stuff that she inherited when she was in Arusa and became in the Su'ah, so then already. Uh, he has uh, 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 rights at him, Darim, by the time of the So the rabbis came along and said, Fine, you only answered us the Gabir when she inherited stuff, Arusa, um, and Tenisua. Uh, Sold as Arusa. Sold as Arusa, you want to argue. Good. But sold as Tenisua, what do you want to say? So the rabbis came along and said, Listen, even stuff that she got as Tenisua. We have a problem with. Now you want to take away the stuff that she got as an arusan sold as in the su'ah? She's, it, the, 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 say it better. The point of our Mishnah where you saw the dialogue is already at the next stage. Yeah. It's already a stage for it. She, he started to have claims on the arusa stuff at the arusa. And he wanted to say, this stuff over here, look how arusa, which shouldn't be a problem. So the rabbis came along and told them, okay, good, that's the time, time, time of the arusa. But what about the arusa to the su'ah stage? So that that my giver comes up and says, uh, how about the nisuah to the nisuah stage? That we have a problem with. You want to come now and tell me the arusah to the nisuah stage? And that way we have uh, busha. So that was the uh, that was the give and take. So comes the and says, that now that's the brightest version of this. Okay, the brightest version of Hananiah ben Akabia. It's a brighta Tanya uh, of the uh, give and take. So now comes the and says like this: but we learned in our Mishnah, Ad Nisit Right? One of the cases was before she gets married, she inherited the properties. And then what? Vinisit. And then already she became a Nisu'ah. Rabban Gamliel Omer, Bifirush Mishnah, Imach Ravinatna 
Kayam, which is mashma that according to the Bank of it's only Bidiyavad. And you're telling me now, according to the Bank of the Chetachilah. Again, what was the deen in Namishnah? If she inherited items when she was in Arusa and sold it at the time that she was a Nisu'ah, the language of the Mishnah was that Abayyama wants to say, Makhra Kayam. And we learned when we learned the Mishnah, that was Mashra Lashon Bidi Abad. But if you look at the Braita, the Braita's Mashra is even the Khitaida. I don't know, Abayyama is going to say, she should have, uh, should have rights. Look at that sheet. Haki Garcina. Ve'anantenan. Which is mashma b'diavad. So comes again and says, Amar of Zvid, Zvid answers, Tini mocheret v'notenet v'kayam. Okay, change the text of the Mishnah. Change the text of the Mishnah to say that if she sold it uh, at the times of, uh, she inherited it at Erusin and sold it at Nesuin, sell it, mocheret. She can sell it at Tehillah. That's the first answer. That's Lavzvid's answer. The papa gives it a different answer. The papa amar lakashya har bi Yehuda alibad rabangam liel har bi Hanina ben Akabia alibad rabangam liel. Okay, it's two different versions of rabangam liel. You have the bi Yehuda version, which is our Mishnah, and you have the Brightas version, which is the Hanina ben Akabia's version. Which means the Brighta and the Mishnah they're at odds with each other. You can't square. Uh, you can't square them off. We thought till now we want to square them. You can't square them. Look at that sheet. There are papa malakasha matnitin diktani imachra. It's only b'diavad. The biudai diu masik ve'amarla the svira le adibad the rabagam liel afilu be'oda arusa lotem kol lechetachila. Which means because he holds that what that when she got the property when she's in arusa. Even according to the Bagam Liel, it's not like a ta'ilah that she can uh, sell it. Because she can be niset, called the mechila. Because she can be niset. That uh, she got the problem which was a niset. Ve'afal gav da'ayri rab'anina. Be'sefa, lav de'model rab'yudad, rab'angam li'el, imach ra'itle, ela mochir lechetachila. Umaydilo parish u'hanya b'manitim, parish b'baraita, which means, uh, he argues on the way Rabbi Uda had it in the Mishnah, and he's learning that uh, they were discussing uh, even the Chetahira, which means what? Ba'arusa, uh, that inherit the properties, Arusa, uh, and then she sells it when she's a Nisu'a, it's okay, uh, she's able to, to sell it. And then he came along and said, we, we, we already have problems, Nisu'in, uh, Nisu'in. Uh, you want to come now and uh, or say to me, Arusat Good, so therefore the Braita and the Mishnah are odds with each other. No no problem. Two, two ways of uh, learning it. So one way was learning it, make the Mishnah like the Braita, and one is not. Each one is learning uh, according to his uh, understanding. So according to what we're learning, according to Rav Hananiah bin, Rav Haninah bin Akabiyah, he wants to say that according to the Bangam Liel, the lady got the properties when she was in Arusa. The Chetahila, she's able to sell it when she is a Nisu'ah. So the Gemara asks, You want to say that he's only like Bechamai? Why? Because Bechamai was the Shita that said what? That when a lady is in Arusa and she gets the properties, so it would be permissible to sell the properties, the Chetahila, when she's in Arusa during the Arusa stage. Implying what? 
that from an arusat to a nisua stage, according to Betchamai, it'll only be bidi'avad. Uh, and uh, comes out that you can only explain Rabharina bin Akabia Adibad the Betchamai. Look at that she bit miha. Which means, according to Betelel, even when she's selling me an Irusin, it's only with the Avad. According to Betelel, if a lady comes at the time of Irusin to ask the Betin, they're going to tell her, don't sell. But she shall have a right to sell, even from the Irusin. All the Muslim is in the set. So, therefore, what are you going to tell me? That Mahanayam and Akabiyad that says that she can even sell the Khitahila, Mishinisat. You want to come and tell me that this is going Alibad, the Bechamai? So, comes the Gemara and says, Gemara answers this question that Alibad, the Bihanayam bin Akiba, they did not argue on this subject. The language of the Gemara is. Which is, he wants to come along and say that Betchamai Betel never argued on this case, and therefore, it can even be going Alibad the Bet Hillel. He did not have an argument by, by the case of an Arusa selling the goods that Betel argues. Therefore, we can even say that an Arusa, that she sells the property which is in the Su'a, even Betel will say it's Mutar. Comes the gives a third opinion. What whether the property came to her before she was in Arusa, or the property came to her after she became an Arusa, and then she got married. So the advantage goes to the husband. So now the Gemara says, Keman, who is this going like? The statement of Rav and Shemuel, Delok and Abiyuda, Delok and Abhanina bin Akavya. Let's go one step at a time. It cannot be going according to the Biyuda, because according to the Biyuda, we learned that what? That after already she becomes a Nisua. So already, it's not a, that, 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 that the deen is according to the way the Bangam Liel, uh, we understood in the uh, Mishnah, it's Bidi Abad. But the Avad, if the sale is, uh, the lady sold the property, she got the property which was in Arusa, or even before, and then she became in the Su'ah, according to the Bagam Li'el, but the Avad, the sale is a sale. And that which was coming to tell me, no, the husband still has rights to go to the Kohot. And according to the Akabiyah, she's able to sell it, even when she becomes a Nisua, so long as she owned the property from Arusa or before. So Rav Shmuel, who are you going like? You're not going like any of the opinions that we established. So the Gemara comes along and says, Inu de Amre Kerabotenu. Actually, Rav Shmuel found a third shita, the shita of Rabotenu. The Tanya, we have a bright, Rabotenu, Hazru Venimnu. The rabbis came in, in the convene, they convened and they made a vote. And what did they decide? Ben Shinafu la Achlot Tares, Ben Shinafu la Mishinit Arsavin is said, Abal Motsimiyad Alekuhod. The rabbis established that once the lady gets married, she cannot sell the property. And once she sells the Nechsem Milog, the sale is not a sale, meaning the husband has a right to go to the Lekuhod and repossess them, even if the property was bought. Or given to the girl when she was before Irusin. And certainly after Irusin, so long as she sold it when she was in Isu'ah, the husband can't come back to the Likuchot. That's exactly what Rav and Shemuel said. So it comes out, we have three shitot on this subject. Which is according to the Bi the way you understood the Bangam Lil and Al Mishnah, it's with the Abad. 
that the Katayla, once she's Niset, she shouldn't sell the property, but she sold the property, the sale is a sale. Of course, Rabbi Anadab and Akaviyah, that once she's Niset, she could sell it, the Katayla, even. And according to Rabbi Shemuel, based on the Botenu, after the Nunu Vigamno, that no, she cannot sell it. If she sold it, the husband is able to repossess it from the Nikuhod. I mean, the